0: Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, hello. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. It is a joy to welcome you to this little bit of time of prayer together and delving into the Word of God, which together with the Eucharist is our daily bread. Jesus as a person is the bread of life, gives his body to us, gives his spirit to us, gives his word to us. So let's put ourselves in the presence of the Lord today, and once again in repentance and and in eagerness to follow him, and uh, let's offer each other up to the Lord, our intentions, you can voice them in the comments and let us know how we can pray for you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we do come before you as a community, as a body, as a living vine, as a living temple, Lord, you bring us together in Jesus Christ. He is the head. We are the members. His victory over death is our victory over death. His conquering of sin is our forgiveness and redemption. And therefore, we eagerly embrace the gift of repentance. We do not presume on your mercy. We do not consider your mercy permission to sin, but we embrace your mercy and your, and your strength to avoid temptation. As the beginning of a, of a new life, a new, new creation in Christ, as we all are, forgive us whatever we have done to offend you, whatever we have failed to do to serve you, and enable us to embrace today the life of discipleship and to spur each other on to good works and to virtue in your name and for your kingdom. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God and follow his ways exactly, to love and serve the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul, to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I enjoin on you today for your own good. Think, the heavens, even the highest heavens, belong to the Lord your God, as well as the earth." and everything on it, yet in His love for your fathers the Lord was so attached to them as to choose you their descendants, in preference to all other peoples, as indeed He has now done. Circumcise your hearts, therefore, and be no longer stiff-necked, for the Lord your God is the God of gods, the Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who has no favorites, accepts no bribes, who executes justice for the orphan and the widow, and befriends the alien, feeding and clothing him. So you too must befriend the alien, for you were once aliens yourselves in the land of Egypt. The Lord your God shall you fear, and Him shall you serve. Hold fast to Him and swear by His name. He is your glory, He your God who has done for you those great and terrible things which your own eyes have seen. Your ancestors went down to Egypt seventy strong, and now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars of the sky. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Very, very specific verse I want to focus on here today very simply in this This exhortation from Moses to the people about how to live under the covenant of God. Execute justice for the orphan and the widow. The approach here that scripture takes in giving the people the way of life they are to live as followers of God is that just as God is, you must be. Just as God behaves, so must you live. So if God executes justice for the orphan and the widow, so must you, so must we all. Now, who are the orphan and the widow of today? The unborn child and his or her mother. You know, when you look at the reasons people give for having abortions, You don't see, oh, I'm going to die. You don't even see, oh, my baby is going to die. You don't see, oh, well, you know, I'm doing it because I uh, am exercising my freedom of choice today. One of the most common reasons you see is that there's no support from the father of the baby. Big mistake that fathers make, of course. Sometimes they're just off the scene completely, sometimes they're just emotionally detached from any decision relating to the pregnancy, which is not fair because they helped to bring the pregnancy about. But the point is if a father is for all intents and purposes absent, then she's a widow, not necessarily in the technical sense. Oh, my husband died. No, the scriptures are talking here about people who are alone, people who are in need. So the orphan and the widow, the mother, And that unborn baby, abandoned in one way or another, in a hard way, in a soft way, you might say, by the Father, at least in so many cases, execute justice. What does the Lord mean? We look at justice in the Scriptures. We see God is the God of justice. He does justice for the oppressed. In other words, when people's rights are under siege or when their very liberty is taken away, God executes justice. He raises them up and gives them what is their due. What they deserve by right, because God has planted those rights in them, they are given. That's justice. So God, the God of justice, intervenes to save the people from slavery in Egypt, as Moses reminded them. This is God's executing of justice for the people. I'm going to bring you back to what you deserve according to my plan. So we have to execute justice for the unborn. It's not just that they are in danger of their lives from abortion. It's not just that their killing is permitted by law or even celebrated as a right. It's not just that that mother be left alone without the support of that father who instead of saying, oh, it's up to you, should be saying, yes, we're going to handle this together. That doesn't necessarily mean that they are meant to be married. It means that the child is not supposed to be killed or abandoned. Do justice, God says in the prophet Isaiah in chapter 1, when he talks to us about how to get back, how to get clean again after all our sins. Do justice. In fact, those sins that God identifies among his people in Isaiah 1 are the shedding of blood. He said, your hands are full of blood. It doesn't mean you shed the blood. It means you were in executing justice for the unborn while their blood was in fact in danger of being shed. Let's be people of justice. Let's serve the orphan and the widow of our time. Let's serve the unborn child. Let's serve that mother who feels so alone. Again, it's not freedom of choice that brings her to the door of the abortion facility. It's the coercive power of despair. Let's come against that despair. Let's execute justice. Let us pray. Father, receive the prayers of your people this morning, all those that are joining us who have expressed their prayer intentions. Listen to your people, Lord God, and execute justice where there is oppression, where there is need, where there is loneliness. Bring comfort where there is temptation to abort. Lord, right now, all those who are tempted to abort, intervene and help them turn away from that violent, evil choice. Help us all, Lord God, to serve and follow you today. Bless our leaders. Bless those who are working for the greatness of America. First and foremost, President Donald Trump, for all that he has done for this country when he was in the White House, for all he continues to do as he seeks the White House again. Bless him and bless his team. Bless his family. Bless all of us. Bless, Lord God, those who are working so hard today to advance Your kingdom, to build up the culture of life. Bless us as we move forward. Bless the people of Ohio that they may have the wisdom to reject this godless, violent amendment that is being proposed for their Constitution to allow unlimited abortion, to destroy parental rights. Lord God, bless all the the, uh, states in our country Bless those that protect the unborn, may they be steadfast in maintaining those policies. Bless those who have abandoned those policies, bless them with repentance and conversion. And bless those who are struggling to advance the protection of the unborn, that they may succeed. And now we all pray for all our needs in the words Jesus gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. And tomorrow is the Feast of the Assumption. At prayercampaign.org, you'll see a novena for the Assumption. May I offer that prayer with you now. Lord Jesus Christ, you have conquered the power of death, and opened for humanity the hope of eternal life in body and soul. You granted your mother a share in heavenly glory, and did not allow decay to touch her body. As we rejoice in the assumption of Mary, grant us new confidence in the victory of life over death and renewed reverence for the human body. As we honor Mary assumed into heaven, may we proclaim the hope of your gospel that you want every human life seated on your throne. May that hope strengthen us to protect every life here on earth. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Well, friends, it's so good to be with you. I pray for you each day, as does our entire Priest for Life team. You Remember, you can always leave Prayer Intentions at prayerintentions.org, and you can always support our work at prolifegift.org. We appreciate it, and we rely only on people like you. We'll talk to you soon. If you read the speeches of the Democrat politicians who support legal abortion in this country, you will read the words freedom, choice, rights, health, and the Constitution, but you will never hear about the very thing they are defending, abortion. If you read the medical textbooks on how abortions are done, you will read the words arms, legs, skull, bones, blood, dismember and decapitate. The Democrats, as they promote unrestricted abortion, don't even have the courage to describe what they defend. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.